Welcome to the latest episode of On Friendship. This is the show on Homeworkies Podcast where we like to talk about a movie and we talk about it from a perspective of friendship. And I am film critic Rachel Wagner and friendship expert Dr. Lisa Lucas is here with me. Thank Hello. you so much. <laughs> I'm so glad to be back as always. So much fun. <laughs> yeah. How are you doing? Oh, well... <laughs> As I was telling you off mic, uh, friends at home, I was up at 3.30 this morning, so I think the best word to describe it is tired. <laughs> How about you? How are you doing, Rachel? I'm I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Very, very busy. Uh, there's a lot As of- As always. Yeah. <laughs> are you ever not busy? I can't imagine you not having something to do on a day or something to watch at least. Yeah. Well, and now I've all of a sudden become the TV lady and I don't know how that has happened, but I'm covering <laughs> three television shows right now uh, Rachel, for the podcast. Oh, I love it. You know, I'm on board because I'm more of a TV person than movies. I do enjoy <laughs> movies. And what's funny is, you know what I'm doing? right now i'm watching more movies than i'm watching tv shows so somehow what is maybe we got we traded lives or bodies or something <laughs> we're <laughs> like in like a new Friday. dimension <laughs> yeah. yeah alternative dimension yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm covering one calls the heart for the podcast mm-hmm. i'm covering sex in the city yes. uh, for the podcast and covering heartland so it's oh like, geez it's anything on. else you could add in there doesn't sound like you're busy <laughs> enough i don't know <laughs> But, but yeah, I'm excited today because uh, we're going to be talking about See You Next Christmas, mm-hmm. which is a very small indie film that uh, came across uh, my emails last year. And I normally don't even pay attention to those emails very much. I get so many. I mean, every day I probably get five. Wow. Uh, people requesting me watch my indie film watch my indie film and I I feel really bad because I just don't have time to you know watch and review all of these films people who are sending Rachel emails listen to the two minutes prior to this and you'll understand why she might not watch your movie (laughs) well and and to be perfectly frank when I do watch a lot of these indies uh, like at Sundance or just uh, watch them they're usually really bad and and so that that also doesn't give you the motivation but uh this one stuck out to me obviously because it's a christmas movie yeah and so i said hmm i should probably give that a shot and i ended up really enjoying it i i thought it was it was really a funny movie funny script good chemistry uh mm-hmm. and i just it felt like this was the perfect movie to talk about with on friendship because it really is all about friendship it is. There is some romance, but mm-hmm. I like that it extends friendship for years. Like you see years longs of connections. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that's to me, that's that's what matters. So yeah. I'm I'm excited to talk about it. I would have never known about this movie if it wasn't mm-hmm. for you. So it's a good thing you paid attention to this email. <laughs> so I can at least say that I saw it and and yeah. you know, I, I can already think of examples that I would use to in class and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. it's just kind of funny. Well, I think also too, there's like an added layer, at least to me, as far as friendship, because just the mere making of the film is an mm-hmm. obvious labor oh, of love yeah. and a friendship endeavor. Oh, you know, absolutely! They shot most of it in their apartment in uh, mm-hmm. in Christine's apartment. Uh, we had the director and writer Christine Weatherup on the podcast because oh, I enjoyed cool. the movie and mm-hmm. 
and yeah, they, they shot the whole thing in the, the apartment scenes all in her actual apartment. Uh, and <laughs> it's you know, basically just her friends. Uh, and yeah, I think you can feel that spirit throughout the film. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it is like slightly more content than it's not Hallmark level. It's not G rated, but it's yeah, not. Yeah. It's not it's like not, R-rated. It wasn't anything where I was like, clutch my pearls or anything right. like that, you know? I think it'd probably be PG 13 is my guess. Yeah, I would say yeah. so. That, that seems like a good reflection of what mm-hmm. the movie entails. Yeah. So, but, uh, but you can find it on, uh, anywhere to rent, uh, on any of the platforms they have it. And I'm sure before, t- I bet you next, by next holiday season, it'll be on one of the streamers. Yes. But uh, for now, it's just a rental. But you're going Get to support <laughs> some really awesome people and creative people. And so I think it's well worth the what, $4 you know, or whatever that, to oh, rent. absolutely. <laughs> I would pay $10 to rent this at the very least mm-hmm. after seeing it and enjoying it. And, yeah. you know, I try to shop local or Etsy, you know, and support artists and things like mm-hmm. that. So there was also that level of I felt good watching it too because I was like yeah. I'm supporting someone's dream. Not like I mean uh-huh. that sounds cheesy, I guess, but still it you know, they put a lot of time and and I'm sure love into mm-hmm. it and and it was yeah. a it was a great movie. So I'll put a link down if you want to listen to the interview with Christine. Uh it was really yes. fun, great to talk with her. I, uh, but, I definitely want to. I always sound surprised yeah. when you talk about interviewing people, but that's because <laughs> you have so many podcast episodes that really can satisfy anyone's interest. <laughs> yeah. But that's where I come in busy and I can't listen to things while I work. It, it's too hard to sure. read and listen to something. Whereas I can have Top Chef on in the background while right. I grade papers. You know? Yeah. And we don't really <laughs> expect, at least I don't expect anyone to listen to all I wonder if there is someone. (laughs) There are a few people. God bless them. Super fans. You should have like a contest or something for the biggest super fan of Hallmarkies podcast. That would be amazing. (laughs) But Michael is kind of our strategy uh, in all this is that we're like your hub for holiday and rom-com. So Mm -hmm. if you watch something and enjoy it, we're probably covering it. And you you want some coverage. So if you watch Bridgerton, mm-hmm. you enjoyed it. We've got coverage. If you, yeah. you know, whatever it might be that you see, if you see the Marry Me, we have coverage. If you see yeah. Hallmark get movie, we get have it, coverage. Get it, get it. They have it yeah. all. So they that's got kind of the all. strategy more than we expect you to watch everything. Well, I think it just goes to show that it's like, you know, there are people who really love this genre and that y'all take great care and respect with it and that really they can have all of their needs met or just maybe it's they want to listen to. Yeah. Maybe there's some like just like people are like on Friendship Super fans. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> you I, imagine? <laughs> I mean, there are definitely people who look forward to it and oh. ask me when we're doing it what? and really enjoy oh. it. Friends, that's so that makes that warms my heart. Yeah, yeah. They always do well. I mean, I'm always surprised because we these are always really like, long. This Lisa and- lady, I don't know. <laughs> no. It's just these episodes are always really long, and they're for older that's movies true. most of the time. And that's uh, and, true. And so I, I, I'm always a bit surprised when they. <laughs> do super well so it's great because i enjoy doing it <laughs> oh yeah i mean we've been doing it for so long too i can't imagine not doing it 
Mm-hmm. So don't kick me out too soon. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, well, so the premise of this movie is basically you have these uh, this couple that mm-hmm. is, every year they throw a holiday party and their last name is Clark, so they call it Clarkmas. And they get all their <laughs> friends. Already yeah. I'm sold. Mm-hmm. And then this chronicles six years of Clarkmas, and particularly their two friends, uh, that uh, Natalie and Logan. Mm-hmm. Uh, Logan is a friend of Tom, and mm-hmm. then Natalie is the cousin of Annie. Yes, and so they their their story is kind of the main love story, off and on again, love story within the this the movie, and then you have the couple their love story as well yeah <laughs> i really enjoyed all four of these people tom annie logan and at, natalie at first i didn't like logan i think it was the man bun and then he was trying too hard to be like snarky and stuff and mm-hmm. i was like oh no am i gonna have to like him and then luckily it's over six years essentially yeah. <laughs> so so the main fun went away after year one and then i was like all right we're 90 percent of the way there to liking him <laughs> mm-hmm. and i think that they had really all, all both did. couples had great chemistry yes i loved um so it was annie and who is tom. her husband tom i love it because so i love the context of this movie is that everything takes place at their Christmas party or their mm-hmm. supposed Christmas party. So except for maybe one scene at the end, everything happens around that party. And so I just love how you see them at the very beginning. And then you talked about like their love story. It's also, if I may call it their life story, right? Mm-hmm. That they started dating was in, gosh, was it, I couldn't remember if it was college or before, but yeah, they were dating like that. for they just a really when long they were young. time. Yeah. And so then this becomes the place where people can come for Christmas, even who I'll call for now weird Doug, who's he's like, <laughs> yeah. I just like, what is his deal? Every year I'm like, what is going on? And one of the years he says, you know, this is my Christmas and I don't go home for the holidays. And they're like, aren't you Jewish? <laughs> but it was like, but this is his Christmas party. And I just thought that was so cool. Mm-hmm. And but yeah. really adding on to Tom and Annie is that each year you can see some of the things that are the same and some of the things that change. And mm-hmm. I think that is a really neat part of this movie. And that isn't just for them. That's also for Natalie and Logan and Doug and other, other friends. And yeah. I think that's what was, that's what pulled me into this was the idea that contextually, we're only going to look at these people from this particular event that happens each year. And that's yeah, cool. it was kind of similar to remember we a, a long time ago we talked about love under the Christmas table. I do remember, but this one was better. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean Sorry. that one goes over way way Hot longer. Tape. It's yeah. longer than six years, um, and also the the chemistry isn't quite as there as here. Yeah, yeah. just kind of like he was a real jerk. I mean, and I guess you could say that Logan was a jerk at times, but he had at least some reasons, more reasons. Yes. yes. Uh, well, the first year was just probably because he had just that man bun and that just really is stored. <laughs> all of his jerk jerkiness was right there. I'm, I'm not saying there's anything necessarily wrong with the man bun, but I just was like, Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I thought he was really handsome and then he cut his hair and I was like, yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. That was definitely a good call. Uh, so year one, uh, we have, she shows up early to the party. Ugh. Annie has her green dress on mm-hmm. and uh, they uh, I've kind of decorated their apartment. And yep. I just loved the little like dynamics between Annie and Tom. I liked the fact that through even to the last year, there was like a little bit of insecurity between mm-hmm. them, you know, that he's kind of, they're sort of always, did she say, did she say she's, you know, struggling or what did she say? What did he say? Are they, are you okay? I'm just checking in. Are you all right? You know? Yeah. I yeah. liked that because that, I felt like that made their relationship real and uh, that there was just like a tiny bit of tension, but they would always make it out. Okay. Yeah. And I thought there was one particular party that we'll talk about that I thought was really weird for him. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I think it really truly reflects sort of the ebbs and flows of relationships and by doing the, the party as like the focal point, you can really showcase like what's going on and, and measure change in life quantitatively because the year has mm-hmm. been passed, but also qualitatively what's, what's different in their lives. And I don't know, it was just a really neat yeah. way to go about it. And I liked their, like, <laughs> their party like no no hot apps <laughs> yeah oh yeah we're gonna talk about like it. what well, was up with their food though i was like dude <laughs> just like order something then i don't know they had like cheese poofs in the first year i was like or well this is the first year we see it and i don't yeah. remember if that's and then doug can't keep his hands off those cheese puffs <laughs> oh my god doug what who who was he friends with like doug i feel like just showed up he was just like I don't even know who these people are, <laughs> but I, I took notes and my, my second line is what is Doug's deal? LOL. <laughs> and let's be honest. Everyone has that friend. That's just kind yeah, of, it's just kind of like it's sort of awkward. <laughs> he's just always there. And, but it would be weird if he wasn't there. And, but you also get to see his life journey too. And, and that's cool. But that first year, you know, I one of the things that stuck out to me is that it starts as Natalie's walking up to the party early, right? She's going to see mm-hmm. her cousin. She's going to the party. She doesn't really want to go. And she's on the phone with her mom. And you can get a sense like right away, there's always this pressure to find someone and be in a relationship with someone yeah. <laughs> and move on to the different, you know, phases of life. And like, that is something that I can say. I felt that pressure, not necessarily from my parents, but just society in general mm-hmm. um, or from other people who are getting married and having kids. And so, like, I thought mm-hmm. that that felt real, real. And like, mm-hmm. yeah, I would much rather just stay home than go to. Sorry, Clark Miss. <laughs> but- uh, well, I mean, that is one thing I really found nostalgic about this film is because I miss entertaining more than actually oh, attending yeah. other people's <laughs> parties. I love entertaining myself like <laughs> having people over and planning sort of a theme and making the food you know spread delicious and appetizing and i know i just love it and i haven't been able to do it hardly at all Here's for so long I, and i really miss it i have a couple questions one do you allow hot appetizers when you are entertaining yes i do okay perfect yeah <laughs> um second 
maybe there can be some entertaining in the future because we have not yet met in person. <laughs> it's true. If you come visit, I will. Th- I will throw a party for Yay! you. Yay! <laughs> if you feel well, comfortable. Well, yeah, I I will be I, good. I but... thought about I thought about throwing a party for my birthday. Yeah, uh, but people just weren't ready. Not and it was quite right not ready. Kind of, yeah, they were kind of right during during the Omicron scare. So I think that yeah. was part of it too. And maybe now they would be. But um, but I miss it so much. I miss like putting things in cute little shot glasses and like <laughs> oh and making well, right. yes <laughs> not alcoholic but but well, no I meant you know, like I was think, these... here's the thing you thought alcohol I was thinking maybe like a macaroni and cheese yeah or like yeah a just dessert. Put, like making things look cute and yeah. and uh, I I we have this thing that we make in our family called Russian cream I don't even know why it's called Russian cream but anyway yeah. um it's so good with like sour cream and cream Yum, and gelatin I'm and everything. In. <laughs> and then with fruit on top and you put in a little shot glass and some people, oh, it's so good. And See? it looks beautiful. And I love doing stuff like that. It's so fun. I, I grew up in a house where we, my parents didn't really, we didn't have parties. We had like our graduation parties mm-hmm. and we had a few birthday parties when we were kids, but we didn't have people over a lot. Yeah. And so I never really got into entertaining until, I mean, I still rent, but I'm now in a house. And once mm-hmm. I got the house, I felt like. Okay, now I can have a party. I've had slumber parties, like oh. make it the slumber party like it was in middle school. I've had um, <laughs> my first anniversary, so a year after Best Forever's came out, I had people over and we had like a brunch. Oh, so I used fun. To, I've had friends over. Yeah, so now that you say that, I'm like, oh, I really haven't had anyone over either or even come up with ideas to do stuff. And I think that's maybe what we're missing that mm-hmm. maybe you said this movie was nostalgic is just the idea of something to look forward to yeah. as well. You know, Have you ever seen the movie Mermaids? share yes i love mermaids oh, then, you know God. the whole thing she says everything's better with uh, if you could eat it on a on a toothpick i'm like that is accurate oh my god that's amazing and i'm about but, to google where i can stream mermaids uh, so that- <laughs> well like my favorite thing to do before a party is to go to trader joe's and do they oh. do they have trader joe's there i we not I live in a very small college town, so not where I am, but they do mm-hmm. have them in like Ann Arbor, Grand Rapids, and then where oh, okay. I grew up, they're going to have them. So I get stuff from Trader Joe's. I love Trader Joe's. I just wish I had a Trader Joe's that I could frequent as much they, as I wanted to. <laughs> yeah. Well, they have lots of yummy, yummy uh, little appetizers and dips. Yes. I love dips. Dip. <laughs> okay. Here's the thing. I don't really bake. I'm baking dessert for Easter. Uh-huh. My parents are coming up, but, um, and this will have already been passed. So the dirt dessert was delicious, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't really make dishes, but man, do I have about 10 really sweet dips. And so that should be my next, if when mm. people are ready, the next party entertaining, it'll be nothing but dips. <laughs> Yeah, I love I I make a, a a cream cheese ginger uh ginger orange dip that I for fruit. Yum. Like a fruit plate and then you use fresh ginger, orange juice, cream cheese. It's so good. It sounds uh, like you're creating the menu for the party for when I come yeah. visit. <laughs> I'll be looking forward to it. This yeah. uh uh, if you come, if you come in July, I'll make like a American flag cake. Yes. Oh, I love that. Do you know that my birthday is on Flag Day? So even though it'd be July, flags are always like part of my 
They've always All been right. a part of my birthdays. Get the anyway. ticket. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the Hallmarkies Patreon. Do you love Hallmarkies podcasts, especially at Christmas? Do you enjoy the holiday previews, recaps, interviews, and bonus episodes? If the answer is yes, please consider supporting the Hallmarkies Patreon. We need your help to do what we do both during the Christmas season and all year round. But not only do you help a podcast led by strong, independent women by becoming a Patreon, you get to become a part of the Hallmarkies family. Starting at only $2 a month as a patron, you will have access to our Facebook Patreon group where we talk about the movies, shows, and more all year. We also have many monthly patron watch-alongs with guests like Lacey Chabert, Natalie Hall, Paul Campbell, Mary Lou Henner, and more, giving their behind-the-scenes details of their films. As a patron, you also have the chance to provide input into the podcast and even join us at different tiers. So this Christmas season, spread some cheer to the Hallmarkies Patreon and become a member today. You won't regret it. Go to patreon.com slash Hallmarkies to learn more. That's patreon.com slash Hallmarkies. Do it. Let's go. But but I, I really do miss entertaining and uh, I, I'm actually pretty a pretty good like mingler, I guess, because I, I'm not the best flirter. I'm terrible. Like I was just talking on sex in the city podcast that we do that when I, I'm, I'm normally very extroverted, very comfortable in crowds. Very, I like, I, I find it kind of a challenge to try to, to find something I have in common with every person in the room. And so I enjoy stuff like that, but yes. When it's somebody that I like or maybe have like a little crush on, I am I get like Terrible. quiet and mousy <laughs> and like <laughs> I'm, I'm like this is not helping my 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 dating life that I clam up whenever I actually like someone. <laughs> Here's the thing. I'm slightly if if anyone has ever thought just like just wow, that Elisa girl, she's just a scotch obnoxious mm-hmm. on this podcast. Then imagine me turning it up to like nine out of 10 volume. <laughs> I think, I think I like to have parties, but when I like someone, I, I, I get a little maybe too mm-hmm. obnoxious. So mm-hmm. that's my yeah. fault. Good, good thing is I haven't had a crush on anyone in a long time. But I thought that their like back and forth felt fairly legit, like real. Yes. Yes. You know, that he, he says awkward things about her being in psychology. She, <laughs> She kind of has a, a fun uh, response. I he says she says I'm already psychoanalyzing you right now. Um, he, he said that she. He says I see we both got the note about ugly sweaters, and I was like, I didn't think her sweater was. I didn't ugly. think either of that. So, so I think it was just him being funny, and I was like, oh my god, that's hilarious. And then she mm-hmm. makes jokes about yeah, like you said, psychology and stuff. So. Like, mm-hmm. I definitely felt like there was chemistry there. And so when they hook up at the party, it was like, I'm not surprised. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and I forgot to say, so Trader Joe's, my favorite oh, yes. thing that they have is these feta cheese and caramelized onion bites, pastry bites. Yeah. I, they are, people sometimes talk about fear foods, like foods that you cannot control yourself around. This is a fear food for me. I could easily eat the entire box, which is like 3,000 calories. It's very high. You know, sometimes, <laughs> it's, sometimes it's just the way it, oh, it was so intended. Good. 
that's the way sometimes it, you're it's intended to eat all yeah. of it <laughs> i have to family I can't... size chip bag are you kidding ruffles <laughs> no way this is all for elisa <laughs> i have to stay away uh because i love those they're so good the, yeah. like, the saltiness of the feta the sweetness of the onions yeah the, the creaminess of you know the che- the cheese and the the flaky pastry oh so good. Rachel, I, I have a bone <laughs> to pick with you, and that was a food pun. Um, <laughs> it is nearly dinner time here, and I know you're two hours behind, but if we could lock that up so that, because I can't eat until we're done recording. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it all sounds delicious, and I love yeah. appetizers. I love um, me just too. like, like even going, when I used to go out, even to like restaurants locally and just get like, four or five appetizers yes. and we all just like snack on them and chat. Oh, I love that too. We're missing I'm... out on so much stuff. <laughs> COVID, get it together. <laughs> well, so then, yeah, so then they, they start making out and they, then the hot apps get on fire. And, <laughs> Literally. And, they, and they smoke out the whole house. And I just, I, I thought that Tom and Annie were really funny in those scenes. I thought that, that oh. their one friend, I forget his name, that, oh. that lives next door. Is not Doug, Kevin? but the other one. Kevin. Yeah. He's just... Sorry, he's he's just the cross the hall guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so then they end up uh, dancing outside. The party kind of moves outside, and then we get to year two. Uh, I thought it was really funny, the banter between Annie and Natalie when she's like, can someone from the family just take one for the tea? Oh, yeah, <laughs> about child. having a baby. And Annie's like, we're not ready to have kids yet. And she's like, listen, you're further along than I am. So it's time <laughs> to I'm step a it up. <laughs> yeah. So I many mean, that- of my cousins have, have done their due diligence. So thank you. <laughs> Thank you, well, cousins. That's a friendship dynamic we haven't really talked about much. Yes. It's sort of the cousin dynamic. Cousin, like yeah. friend, cause friend. Cause friend. <laughs> I mean, were you somebody that was close with your cousins growing up? Um, now, my mom is the oldest of six, and there's an 18-year difference between my mom and her younger sister. So oh, I would wow. definitely okay. say that... My cousins that were closest in age to me, absolutely. And then one of my aunts had some stepkids that were really close in age to me, too. And we used to spend every summer together doing like a, I would go to the Chicago area and I would spend a week there doing stuff with my cousin Gina. And then I would say that I'm really close with my cousin Chris and then his wife, Naomi, who I would just call my cousin as well. Yeah, that's what I do, too. Yeah, she's one of the best people I've ever met, and their family is so cool. And then their sister, their sisters, <laughs> Jenna and Aaron, and my mom and their mom are best friends, like like mm-hmm. as sisters because they're closest in age. And so I would definitely consider them friends, and I'm just lucky to also have them as cousins. And so I know there's people who have so many cousins <laughs> now, like my youngest cousin is graduating high school. She could literally be a student in one of my classes in the fall, yeah. but she's going to Purdue, so I don't teach there. <laughs> I, hope, well, I hope she has good teachers, though. <laughs> in uh, in my family, my mom's side, the Richard side, there I'm one of the oldest. 
there's a couple older, but for the most part, they were all younger than me. And so I got along with them fine. But uh, my friend, my cousin Danielle was probably my best friend on that side. And she actually did book club with me and we became pretty, pretty close, pretty good friends. Also, I was roommates with my cousin Julia in college. And uh, so we, um, we became pretty close and, uh, I mean, actually that's on the Wagner side. Never mind. Um, but, uh, <laughs> uh, but, um, yeah, on the Richard side, they're all quite a bit younger than me, but you know, we, we uh, enjoy seeing each other on occasion. Uh, Danielle's my, one of my best friend. I've actually lost two of my cousins on the Richard side, which oh. is sad, um, yeah. to, uh, complications with drugs and that's sad. Oh, geez. Yeah. It was, it was sad. But then on the Wagner side, uh, it was kind of the opposite. They were, there was like a whole crop of us that were, I don't know, so there was like seven us or whatever that were all girls and all within like a six year oh, age period. Like that's we, we were all of, kind of teenagers together, basically. That's a lot of teenagers. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot of teenagers. And most of them were in California. We were on the East Coast uh, and uh, we, California or Utah. And uh, so we would get together for vacations uh, and things like that. But it wasn't until I was older that we became pretty good friends. Uh, And um, uh, when I was, you know, when I came out West for college and things like that. Yeah. Uh, But like I said, I was, uh, I was roommates with my cousin, Julia. Um, who's, who's a little bit older than me uh, in um uh, in college, so that was really memorable. And uh, my, I do have a cousin, another cousin on that side, on the Wagner side, that's passed away from from a, a chronic bad health, I guess. Mm. But so that's sad. But, but yeah, I don't. Know, I think that the relationship between cousins is re- can be really special. Oh yeah, and. One of the things is with the pandemic, I haven't been able to see my younger cousins as much. Like, so my mom is also really good friends with her youngest sister, the one who's 18 years younger. And and she has two children who are in their mid twenties and they're just cool kids. Like, I'm like, it's just, I'm just so glad to know them. You know, we, we might just be completely different generations and I'm probably old enough to be their mom, (laughs) but but I just, because of COVID, I haven't been able to see them enough. And we usually do Thanksgiving with them. So that's been kind of a bummer. So hopefully Thanksgiving this year, that'll be different. Or maybe mm-hmm. this summer. Because yeah. they live in Holland on the west side of the state of Michigan. And so I live central. So hopefully we'll be able to get over there to see them. Because Holland is mm-hmm. also uh, gorgeous. <laughs> well, this year is in, in year two in the, in the movie is also the first year that we get introduced to Nina. Who's like the crazy cookie lady who I thought I was love so that funny. Crazy cookie lady. <laughs> oh my God. Like she, I, I couldn't remember what her name was. I just said cookie lady. Um, and then at the end it's cookie goddess, but she brings like these cookies every year and she's a real stickler about, who gets it? She's not just putting the cookies out so Doug can touch them or eat them. Like, no, or not the guy from across the hall. No, go to Annie and Tom first. You get to have cookies, right? Yeah. You get to have cookies. And then everyone tries to eat them and she gets so mad. And then there's one later, I'll just say now so I don't forget to say this, but there's a year later, um, later in the, the years of the party, 
where Logan's having a tough time and she goes, I don't always do this, but take <laughs> yeah, another I love one. <laughs> She's like, you can, you can take another one. <laughs> I, was I like, feel like we need to see the, the Hallmark movie about Nina, the cookie lady. Wouldn't uh, that be funny yes. and cute? Yes. I love Nina and I want some of those cookie recipes to be. Yeah. I was, they're like, is that saffron? And I was like, in a cookie? <laughs> what? I know nothing. Is that sage? And I'm like, in a cookie? This is wild. This is wild. Yeah. <laughs> but I would hallmark, if you're listening, and you should be, Yeah. Um, I would watch the yeah. Cookie Goddess movies or it TV show really about Nina. Good. Yeah. Oh, my God. So good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I also, there were just some funny lines in this year. I thought with, uh, with Tom and his weird hobbies, his, his ventriloquist face. (laughs) He was terrible. (laughs) Oh my God. That was so funny. Oh my gosh. But like, I like that part too, because what, what Annie is saying to Natalie is that she is too, like she's too picky yeah and and so they kind of go through all these different things and she's like that's a hard pass and she's like but tom has had some weird hobbies <laughs> and then it was just so funny him trying to do the ventriloquist but he's like terrible terrible <laughs> and then did you do you remember him saying that him and logan they're friends because they went to school but he tells someone we were a magic club together <laughs> Yeah. I was dying. I was like, that was a I, good, that was a good one. I also loved the whole scene in the car when they're driving to get ice. Yes. And he's like, you're a hoarder. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, when there's an trash. earthquake, I will be ready. <laughs> yeah. That was funny. like, you never expect to have people in your car. Why do people always seem so surprised? Oh my God. I didn't know anyone was going to be in the car. And like now no one can really ride in the car. I have Finn's like, car seat in the front and so it's like do you want to ride in the back yeah because <laughs> my dog rides shotgun <laughs> uh we also have the beers in the bathroom in the we have the beer tub which was which i thought was funny and the beer throne beer throne <laughs> that was i actually have been to so my first phd advisor in graduate school he is known for having a party at our National Communication Association conference every year. And that's what he does. And because he'll he'll get a big suite and then all the drinks go in the bathtub. So when I saw that, I was like, Waleed! <laughs> I was like, oh my God, I've been to a party. But also I love that each year they, they add something new, right? Yeah. It's like, is it too late to tell you that I ordered a karaoke machine? Right. <laughs> Well, and so Logan tries trying to improve their party, which I yeah, appreciate. I do too. Well, and so Logan pretends like he doesn't remember her when they first meet this up. Guy. And then he's like, I was so committed to it. It felt weird to stop. I mean, that's funny, but also like the man bun is gone, but then he's got that weird like beanie hat on. And I was like, these are terrible years for you, Logan. I think it's the man bun and the beanie make you say and do stupid things. And he has his lady friend there. And I liked when Tom says, well, of course I love you. You're my best lady friend. (laughs) It's really cute. Tom, I think, might be the most underrated funny character of yeah. this movie now that we're talking I agree. about it. Yeah, I, I could great. have a, I really could, I think, have a whole movie about the two of them because I just thought they were so cute. And 
uh, believable. And like I said, there was like enough insecurity in the relationship for it to be, to have you be sort of invested and for it to feel real. Yeah. Just just enough, just a little bit. And not enough where they were like annoying where you didn't like them or anything like that. Like sometimes when there's like these parties and movies and there's the married couple and do you remember what's the movie we watch, which was a really heartwarming movie, but like that lady who always had to win the ugly sweater contest. Oh yeah. This was promised. That was just last month. Oh, I'm still mad about her. I was like, let other people win. So I liked that they wanted people to enjoy their party and they tried their best to enjoy the party themselves. They do realize that they are not always in the same room at the same time or it doesn't seem like they're at the same party together. So in a future year, they have to add um, a like photo booth or a group photo, which we haven't even talked about that yet. One of the things that's so cool about Clark Smith, Clark Miss, <laughs> is that they give out like, uh, what kind of camera is that, Rachel? I'm it's like on. a Polaroid. Polaroid, kind Polaroid. Of, yeah. sorry, I just blanked. And so <laughs> everyone can take photos and then they have, they put up the past photos so you can see them at the party. Yeah, that was and, cute. And I think not only is that cool for the movie, but making your point about making the movie was also friendship. Just think about all the photos that they have that weren't in the movie that they probably took i think that would be really special also i was thinking about i mentioned it in when we talked about the christmas promise that i felt like this party would not stay consistent of just them their their friends throughout you know many years because people get married people move people uh, you know have kids things like that but i liked the fact that this party does evolve you know there's one year where they don't even have it there's other some years they have it earlier because everybody has kids like that's real that's more realistic than this like group of five adults that yeah that have multiple events yeah yeah anyway so let's uh we also have the shocker first appear shocker game do you remember this game the shocker game. I don't remember it, but I do teach lying and deception. And one of the <laughs> topics that we discuss is um, lie detector tests. Uh-huh. And so I got this <laughs> game from Kohl's where it does shock you. And so we did it in class and it was so hilarious and no one was getting shocked. And then I did it. And then I'm like, Oh my God. And they're like, are you okay? I'm like I just got <laughs> shocked. <laughs> They're like, you lied, Dr. Lucas, you lied. So I, rem- I have this. a version of this gift that I or this this game, but I didn't know this particular yeah. version of it. I feel like this was a thing when I was in college, or maybe when I was just when I was like a young adult. It was like I, I mean, I'm sure it's been around for a long time, but I remember it being a thing in college. Uh, or my young adult years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, well so so we have year three and this one is really tom and his work friends is kind of the oh this is the the one that was terrible (laughs) um so we we get um i do like his 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 line tom's line about how are these tangled if they just sit on a box all year that is so true i a lot of times don't even bother i'll just go buy new new lights yeah, it's sometimes just you're like it's not worth it it's not worth it it's not worth <laughs> the aggravation it's not worth all like just yeah because lights are cheap it. yeah especially 
Yeah, I guess I'm at Target for like ten bucks. Like, yeah, about it. <laughs> it's it's a nightmare, and but I can understand where Tom's coming from because you do want to impress your work friends. I mean, I work uh, self-employed, thank goodness now, but. Yeah. I remember those those years where you definitely well, want to make a, a good impression. I I agree, but a party like that, I would only invite those that I spend a great deal of time with at work or have closer relationships as coworkers. Mm-hmm. What I didn't like about this party, which doesn't mean I don't like the movie, I just was like, no, this no. was a weird party, was because he seemed like he was especially trying to impress the blonde woman, which made me go... Um, excuse me, Annie is right there, right? And then I also felt like they were kind of rude being at someone else's party and they didn't know everybody there. And I would think that going in as a coworker, you might hang with the other coworkers, but you would be polite. I thought they were kind of rude. And then they mm-hmm. ate Nina's cookies and she was yeah. all like, what's Nina's problem? You ate her cookies <laughs> with saffron. Come on, yeah. or whatever cookies they were. Something <laughs> delicious. So I I thought this party was strange. Um, and like I can understand it, but I I just was like, I don't like these people, and I think mm-hmm. they should leave. <laughs> yeah, the work people. Uh yeah, he ends up he doesn't want the shocker to be brought out. He thinks it's low class, but of course then everybody wants it. And so he ends up taking the shocks for like everybody. <laughs> And then she gets, the blonde lady gets shocked and then she gets mad. And I'm like, mm-hmm. that's what you and get, I, lady. <laughs> there are a lot of little things in this uh, year that I thought were funny. Like the beginning, they, she, she talks about they don't have enough food. He's like, well, just yeah. put the broccoli out. And then later on. In, you see her walking you by see her. You applesauce. See- <laughs> broccoli that was really applesauce. What other random crap do we have in our <laughs> pantry? <laughs> Yes. Uh, I also liked that they have the uh, the whole conversation in Logan and Natalie about uh, their dating profiles. And they're like, what is this picture you have? And, uh, and then they are like, you swiped right. And they figure they both did when they tried to yes. deny it. And that was really fun. That whole conversation. He says that she says that remembering her name is a basic human expectation. <laughs> yes. Can I tell you, I felt very strongly about this it's, and also pronouncing people's names correctly. My name is pronounced mm-hmm. Elisa. A lot of people think it's Alyssa. And I had a coworker who refused to say my name correctly. Like oh, he literally rude. said, I'm not going to say your name correctly. And I was just like, what is wrong with you? Right. Yeah, like, that's crazy. And like with all the students I have, the very least I can, I should know all their names. I should know how to say their names. And that's the very basic first step in making a connecting a connection with students or with anyone else. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the Hallmarkies March store. Are you looking for that perfect gift for the postable Hardy or Hallmarkie in your life? What about getting that t-shirt or hoodie that will help you stand out at your next holiday party? Now is the time to check out the Hallmarkies merch store. Full of festive designs by artists like Jessica Miller, Carrie from Hallmark Comics, and more. You can even have more than just shirts, but totes, cell phone cases, notebooks, mugs, and more. And it isn't just Hallmark. We have designs for Anna Green Gables, Man from Snowy River, The Nanny, and more. Every purchase at the merch store goes to help support the podcast and allows us to make the great content you know and love. 
There are frequent sales, so go to tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies or see the link in the description. That's tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies. Well, and you can tell that Tom and Annie are in a insecure spot probably because he's probably working kind of a uh, day and night. Yeah. He's probably not home much. And he says... He says, I feel like we never see each other at our parties. It's nice to get you and me time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he says, do you think we'll have this party forever? And he says, do you feel stuck with me? Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought that that was some pretty good dialogue, actually, between them and uh, as a couple. I think uh, this was a well-written mm-hmm. movie overall. And she I, says, like, I'm happy just... Like, as someone who studies and teaches about relationships, I was really impressed with the mm-hmm. script, like, yeah. the, the content of that. Mm-hmm. She says, I'm happy just the way we are. This party's a tradition. It's special. So that was cute. Yay. Yes. Yeah. Um, also, so he asks, so Logan asks Natalie for her number. Instead of putting it in <laughs> his phone, she gives it to him on a piece of paper and uh, they kiss, and he walks her to her car, and that was all really cute. Um, we also get the police officer. Oh, uh, <laughs> yes, this one, which is funny. Can, can we talk about the phone number for uh, just a moment, yeah. though? Because that comes back later. And that is because she goes, this is a test to see yeah. if you will put my phone number in your phone, if you'll call me, etc. So... I thought, like, at first I was like, the psychology student who's going to test people? I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, and then, uh, oh, goodness, Raymond's husband from Brooklyn Nine-Nine walked in as the police officer. I apologize. Kevin, that's his name on the show. Uh-huh. Um, I don't remember the actor's name, but I was like, yes, I love him. <laughs> yeah, he was he was funny. Definitely. They got, a, they got a Polaroid of him. And the reason why he was there is because they had a noise complaint. He's like, I thought you guys were kids. <laughs> right. You're like adults. <laughs> his name is Mark violation. Evan Jack- Jackson is his name. Thank you. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. I, I really enjoy him and his humor. His timing is impeccable. Mm-hmm. And he was on the Babysitter's Club, which is a show yes. that I love. Oh, too. love that show. So then we're in year four. And uh, year four they have moved to a house. So that was kind of a big step in their relationship. Yeah. (laughs) Tom and Annie. And it was a cute Mm -hmm. house. I was like, whose house is this? It's probably someone else's house. Who's in the movie as well. Uh, And so this is where we start the, the group that's there every year starts to get a little more diverse. We've got spouses, we've got children, different things like that. And uh, the, uh, they they have this whole conversation about the sequels are never as good as the original. And then the one girl's like, Empire, Dark Knight, Aliens. <laughs> can, but can we just take a moment and talk about who that is? It is Doug's <laughs> real life, real live girlfriend. Oh, Mr. really? I eat cheese poofs. No, I mean, like, Doug's, they keep saying, she's real. That's what they oh, say. Oh, right, right, right. They see her. They're like... Oh, she's actually real. Like they didn't <laughs> believe that he had a girlfriend, but yeah. Doug has a girlfriend and he brought, I think her name is Katrina. Yeah. Well, and, and that was so funny because you, you, you probably shouldn't admit this out loud, but everybody has those people where you're just like, I can't believe you've, you found somebody before me. Like, <laughs> like you're, you're a difficult, you know, you're kind of strange and fun and I love you, but 
how did you find somebody before me? You're like, where? what about, what's wrong with me? I'm like, you're really different and hard to get along with sometimes. And you found somebody before me. You're like, but how? And I think and that's, why? And I think how? that's what everyone's thinking with Doug. Yeah. But Doug seems very happy. And so does Katrina. And I say oh, yeah. kudos to them both. Agreed. Well, and so... Natalie is really upset with Logan because Logan ghosted her. And so it sounds like they uh, talked back and forth for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden he just kind of disappeared. And I like the commentary in this year's party um, uh, surrounding that. But I think we need to talk a little bit about the elephant in the room. Yeah. Whose so name Natalie. is Adler. Yeah. Natalie's <sighs> engaged to this guy named Adler. His name is Adler. <laughs> But they make a joke about that because they say never trust a person with two last names. And and then because I think it's actually two first names. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I remind- wrote in my notes, I hate Adler with a fiery passion. <laughs> uh, and so that's this is when Nina gives him the two cookies. Yeah, that's <laughs> just when she's like, I don't always do this, but you can have another one. <laughs> and they, they are doing karaoke. And uh, they're doing the 12 Days of Christmas, which is the worst Christmas song. I don't want to hear it. Yeah, like, pick a better song, people. <laughs> it's the drinking game Christmas song. Oh, Anything about it. At least There's... sing, Santa Claus is coming to town. <laughs> you know, there's so many other jazzy, you know, songs to sing. I mean, there's not that much difference between 99 bottles of beer on the wall and the 12 days of Christmas. They're pretty much That's the fair. same. Except well, for yeah, different no numbers. Care. As soon as you say it on the 12th day, nope, <laughs> done, over. Continue, <laughs> move on to something else done <laughs> so i don't think that's the song people are going to be picked to rocking it out on the karaoke yeah, machine no no <laughs> not at all well you find out that his mom died and that's why he was you know ghosting her and well, they that's... figured oh i'll talk to her at the party but then he gets there and she's engaged, she's engaged. Yeah. that was one of that was some of the commentary that i appreciated about ghosting like, because we talk about that in my classes and right, like no one likes being avoided or neglected or just being ghosted in any sense, whether it's friends, romantic, otherwise workplace, getting rejected from a job, but never actually getting the rejection. But mm-hmm. I like this idea that he says, what if something happened to me? What if something right. happened to me? And so the assumption is that he has done something wrong, but she doesn't reach out to him either. And so I think that it really does go to show that, okay, maybe you are getting ghosted, but maybe reach out because maybe something happened. And if something didn't and they want to keep ghosting you, at least you know and you have some closure and you can move on. But I appreciated that commentary on ghosting. Really sad to hear um, that he lost his mom. And then he does say everyone is going to lose a parent sometime. And I literally said out loud, shut up, Logan. (laughs) I don't want to hear it. (laughs) Like my cats, my parents will live forever. Okay. (laughs) I have a deal with everybody. Mm -hmm. Not the double, but with everybody, you know, me and Rooney got a deal. So then the next year is year five, and this is the year where they don't really have the party. So Natalie because shows up. Because why? Because Annie is pregnant in this Woo! year, which, again, yes. I really liked that they had one year where there wasn't the party. Because, again, that made it feel more real. And uh, uh, that you have, 
it just depends on the year with things. That's the way life works sometimes. Yes. Yes. And uh, I, I thought that Christine was really good as Annie in this year. I mean, her conflicted emotions about becoming a mother, yep. about uh, her, she says, with every choice, it's like I'm saying goodbye to my life. And yeah. then Na- and then Natalie says, you have it all and you're complaining about every life accomplishment. It's really hard seeing every, it's really hard seeing everyone in your life celebrating life accomplishments. And uh, I think that that's true. That mm-hmm. Especially with it, social media. I think it's true that it's got to be hard when you're transitioning from being a couple to having a child. It's I mean, that's just a huge change. Identity. You have a family identity and you have to figure mm-hmm. out what the couple identity is. And then you have father, daughter in this case, mm-hmm. mother, daughter in this case, mother, father together as a couple. It's really challenging. Um, but she is really great in this scene as well. I really like Natalie. I like how Natalie shows up and she's like, <laughs> she's like, well, because I'm here, you have to let me in. And <laughs> And Annie pops out. She's like, is that true? <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Like she kind of makes a joke. Like you have to let me in. And then Annie's like, doesn't want to deal with anything. And then they have that conversation and then <gasps> contractions. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Less than 10 minutes apart for an hour straight. I That feels that close terrible. to me. 10 minutes, but. You know, what do and I know? That sounds like it takes a long time to get to 10 minutes apart oh, yeah. is what I'm going to say. And I don't have kids. Especially so. in your first baby. Uh, we were actually just talking about this on Talking Heartland because uh, we were covering the episode where Amy has a baby. And, mm-hmm. uh, and we're like, it takes, uh, for most people, your first child, sometimes it'll be days you'll be in labor for Ugh, two, three days. I, I I've heard of that before. Bless um, all of you mothers. <laughs> I don't know what in the world. First off, and I realize this commentary, I just like, sometimes I just, how do people do it without drugs? <laughs> Unbelievable. I, yeah. I, I get a, um. like a hangnail or I stub my toe and I'm like, oh my God, that's it. I'm out for a week. And like, you are birthing a human being Yeah. and women did this without drugs or still do. I don't know how you do it, but also bless all of your hearts for bringing babies into this world because it seems hard and painful yeah well i liked when natalie was like you mean like the child's crawling her way out of her body (laughs) flying away that was funny but but i just liked when the whole dynamic of that annie is struggling with the change but at the same time that natalie's looking at annie and saying you have everything and i how, how can you be struggling i think that that's real and that you know a lot of as a single person i can definitely relate to that and being like you have this perfect uh, obviously you know they don't have a perfect life yeah but they have so much yeah like i can see it from both i can see it as a single person and just being like one of the things that for me is like like even natalie says at some point feels like there's an expiration date for you if you don't have all these things that you're supposed to have And so I don't even know if it's like, I necessarily want the things that people have, but it's just like, for some reason, society says I need to follow these steps and I'm not. So does that make me some sort of failure or whatever the case is? And we just don't celebrate enough of other things in life that Mm -hmm. would include people who are single, for example. But additionally, I can see it 
from Annie's point of view, what a major life transition. Mm-hmm. You, there's there's so much that is going to change and that they have to negotiate and figure out and do it on no sleep. And even if they have a healthy baby and they are doing their best at it, it's still going to be hard. And so I think even when people reach these achievements, some of the things is like, it's like game levels. You've achieved this level in life, acting like it wasn't some hard level to achieve. And I don't play video games a lot. So I'm going to go back to Super Mario Brothers. I never got Peach, the princess, Princess Peach or whatever her name was. Uh-huh. It was too hard. I never achieved that. But just because someone does doesn't mean like that it was easy to do so or that it was perfect or that sort of thing. And so I, I can see it from both point of views. And I think both is kind of messed up in some ways too, right? Like, mm-hmm. why don't we celebrate more for single people? And why do we talk about so much things related to these life achievements as if there's not troubles that come along with it? You yeah, know, well, we it's hard to because... Yeah, it's hard to because sometimes I feel like when people do celebrate the singles accomplishments, it can feel a little patronizing and, yes. and, and not intended, but it can just, it can come off that way. And so it's it's just tricky. You just need to work to normalize it and mm-hmm. then it won't feel that way, hopefully, if we um, continue she's to just, normalize Natalie's it. Natalie's also just broken off her engagement. She says that- Thank uh, that goodness. Bye, Adler. And I have this written down. Adler is a stupid name. And then you dodged a bullet. He yeah. was like a Ken doll with less personality. He says he was so boring, like milk toast. <laughs> and uh, so she's and she's also started her practice. And so things are. Yeah, she went from psychology student to having a practice. Like, again, instead of saying like a love story, it's a life story, right? Mm-hmm. Because there's so many things that happen during the six parties that we see. That she goes from graduating to becoming, oh, this is even worse though, maybe. She's becoming a psychologist that works for a firm that helps teens. And that in the mom's like, you know, Christmas letter of the year or whatever that goes out says at risk kids. She's like, they're really not at risk, but my mom wanted to make it so important. And I was like, I would be thinking that helping any kids with their psych, you know, psychological needs would be important, <laughs> but okay. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, oh well, so then, her mom sounds like a piece of work. Yeah. <laughs> so then we find out Doug and Katrina are getting married and she's, uh, yes. she says, I can she's mean like, it. How? <laughs> yeah. I can mean it and still feel sorry for myself. And I'm, I totally get that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, so then we get to year six, and uh, and Annie has uh, this super cute Christmas light sweater. Yeah, I really enjoyed it, and I and I thought that she was cute. She got little Eloise now, who's adorable, mm-hmm. and they start the party early for the family crowd. <laughs> and this is also total. We've talked about this a lot of times before, but but all the like moms are kind of grouping together and talking about their kids. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then you've got this one kind of snarky lady who says, everyone knows that therapists are the worst at relationships and she's a divorce attorney. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, okay, lady. But I, I definitely think this is a tricky thing because of course, if you're a parent, you're going to want to talk with other parents and you're going to want to, 
commiserate and uh, and vent maybe even a little bit with other parents because it's such a overwhelming part of your life. So of course you're going to want to, but it just makes single to married relationships challenging because mm-hmm. the, there's this huge part of your life that that is different. And uh, so you kind of just have to be willing to be able to be like, I'm going to listen to somebody talk about their kids and be glad because I love them and I love their kids and, and that's fine. And, and, but it, it's tough. It can be challenging. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I thought they captured that pretty well. Um, and also I, I have found that sometimes I remember one time I was with a group of my mom friends and uh, they all had little ones at the time. And I was like, oh, I'm so tired. I've been having such a hard time getting to sleep. And I yeah. swear they all gave me the evil stare when I yeah. said that. Because <laughs> they, well, like, they were up be... all night with their babies. And I understand that. And so from but their perspective. Being single isn't not something where it's like it's not tiring. It can be tiring in <laughs> other ways, people. It's not a contest. <laughs> And from their perspective, they're just like, you don't have a child waking you up five times a night. And I get that, but I still have trouble sleeping. You're like, but I also have insomnia. So like, yeah, like the last week I've been getting up at 3.30 and 4 a.m. I'm tired. I don't have a kid. I have cats and a dog, but still I'm tired. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's okay to be tired if you don't have a kid. Like I, I hate that kind of, those kinds of things. Like you don't know, you'll understand when yeah. you're a mother. I'm like, well, I'm probably not going to be a mother. Yeah. And I'm still tired. <laughs> um, but I'm I thought the tired. whole conversation about the baby on board sticker was funny. Ah! <laughs> He's like, I like a good Honda. <laughs> that yeah. was funny. Good lines. Um, <laughs> uh, he he got a condo she's joined the practice uh and she tells him as far as with adler she says she was like a ship steering in the wrong direction and then they uh then he she overcorrected with adler yeah Um, (laughs) and then he apologizes and tells her about his mom the whole thing and he mm-hmm. still has the little paper with the number on it. That was so cute. Yes. That's why I wanted to bring it up before because I was like, he still had the number, but he puts himself all out on the line, right? He's mm-hmm. like, I really like you. And, you know, but then it seems like it it is too far past or whatever. And she kind of rejects him. And so, like, I was like, oh, no, this is Logan's moment. Next year's party is going to be awkward. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, and so they're, they've talked a little bit throughout. I forgot to mention that Annie in year three says that, uh, that I hate New Year's. You really just want to stay home, but you go out to try to find people to celebrate with. This is so true. I, I was actually just saying this the other day to, I think on, on city girls pod that my least favorite holiday is New Year's because it's the most coupley of all the holidays, even more than Valentine's. Cause I feel like we have Ooh. sort of Galentine's and we have sort of new traditions that you can at least participate in. Yeah. Whereas new year's it's just, you're either with singles, like a singles dance or something, at least here. Oh, the single or, ladies. Oh, the single yeah, ladies. <laughs> which I hate those dances or 
you are with a bunch of couples and it just I just hate New Year's is the worst and you're tired from Christmas and everything. And that's why so, I don't do anything. I usually watch two or three movies, new ones, uh, mm-hmm. rent or whatever on Amazon. I get appetizers, appetizers, a charcuterie, and I make a night of it. And then I'm in bed before midnight and I'm like, all right, let's start yeah. the new year. <laughs> I've definitely gotten my share of, of the uh, feta cheese bites. <laughs> so and- Full circle. <laughs> So Tom invites Logan to come. Uh, they're having a New Year's party at the warehouse. I think it's like a work thing or something. Mm-hmm. And then he, uh, Tom, uh, I mean, Logan and Natalie have this whole conversation. And Natalie says, I can't. We already gave it a chance. I'm really sorry. And then she shows up on his door uh, New Year's Eve, and uh, and she has this bag of stuff that she pulls. She's like, "You can't talk." <laughs> yeah, oh, that was great. Yeah, it was so cute, and she has like a little little uh, <laughs> fishing rod <laughs> where she lowers the ball yeah. so that if he doesn't want to watch the ball, she can do it, and then they'd be like, <laughs> "Happy New Year." <laughs> It was cute. And he says, since when did you believe in meant to be? Since I'm reconsidering my position. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was so cute. It took them six <laughs> years, but they <laughs> made it happen. Yeah. So that's the movie. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was funny. I thought it the the main four were really well cast, had good chemistry. Yes. Uh, they felt like real people to me. Uh, it was, yes. They did a lot with a clearly small budget, which was impressive. I mean, I, I was impressed that they even got like legit music <laughs> uh, for yeah. a budget this size to have like pretty good sounding, nice yeah. music. Uh, it's not like the most Christmassy, I would say, uh, movie out there. Well, but it's, it's certainly LA. enough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's enough. To you know, to 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 do it, and I just think they did a great job. Uh, I think, I think cool. this is one of my favorite movies we've watched, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I would love to. If, I would have loved to watch this if it had been a Hallmark movie mm-hmm. or maybe on Netflix or you know something that was made beyond the the indie sense. Like I wish it would have been picked up at, by by someone, you know, type mm-hmm. of thing. I hope it does. Um, I, I hope it does I really, this year. Yeah, in terms of streaming. Yeah. Yeah, I thought the writing was great. I thought the relational content was great. Love the friendship. I love the context of the parties. I love how you can see everyone change year to year. And mm-hmm. I just like the small details, like the, yeah. we don't have enough food. You know, seven minutes later, she goes by with the tray with the broccoli and the applesauce. On it, <laughs> you know, like, I mean, just, just really small, great details yeah. and um really cute but not expected in Mm -hmm. some ways like I didn't expect everything to happen like you know sometimes when I watch movies I'll be like oh this is what's gonna happen and it's it it wasn't I had no idea what was gonna happen each year at each party so I really loved it and so is this when we get to rate it oh my goodness yeah what would you give it uh five uh five crowns I might give it a 4.75 I really liked it agreed 
Yeah, well, I would give it. Do we agree, like, literally on the same rating? I think so. Is I really, this the first time besides country song? <laughs> I'd say I even I even liked it even more this second watch. And I think it's mm-hmm. always the case that when I watch something off, off holiday, off season, it always is more special. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, Christmas. You can probably pick up some more on it because you're, you're so intensely involved in all the movies yeah. coming out. So... And just way to go, Christine, getting it made, getting it written, and, and and doing a great job with it. So What's her last name? Christine Weatherup is her, is her name. Was she the one who played Annie? Yes. <gasps> oh. Yeah. Good yeah. job. She rocked it. And uh, so we'll put an affiliate link in the description that you can purchase it or watch it, uh, rent it. Uh, and uh, on Amazon. So make sure to do that. And Elisa, where, where can people find you? Yes. Uh, some exciting news. I have a new webpage. So on Twitter and on the web, it's friends W Elisa. And then everywhere else, including Gmail is friends with Elisa. Great. And you can find me at Rachel's reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. Check that out. And also make sure you're following the podcast at Homeworkies Pod and Homeworkies Podcast, all of our social media. And I'll put a link to all of our On Friendship episodes. You definitely want to check all of those out. They're a lot of fun. And uh, and uh, if you are listening on iTunes, please leave your ratings and reviews. Really appreciate that. And if you are listening on YouTube, please give the video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We also have our patron group and merch store. So please check that out. Uh, it's a lot of fun and we really appreciate the support. And thanks again, Lisa. This was so much fun. Yeah. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas in April. Yes. Bye, everyone.